Welcome to the family with Doug Spinto and Andy Bernard. That was his real voice, by the way. The other voice he uses is fake. fake. We will be right back, kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Oh, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer for <laughs> He just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Dougie. I am here. Uh, we've been talking about this on the morning show. I want to talk about it here for a moment. We need two things. We need used cars. If you have a late model used car that you would like to sell us, we are many times able to pay up to Kelly Blue Book Excellent. Uh, if you, so if you have an extra car, if you have parents and can no longer drive, I'm, just, I'm going through this with my mom right now, actually, in Arizona. And we also need people to sell cars. Business is really, really good, and we are hiring people with people skills. You don't have to be an automotive expert. We can teach you the car stuff. That's pretty easy. You just need to bring the interpersonal skills to the table, and we can take care of everything else. Paid training. It's a salaried position, so it's not a eat-what-you-kill kind of thing. For more information, please reach out to me at Doug at Walzer.com. There you go. Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Life's been good to me so far. I love Joe Walsh. I do too. He's got a hell of an attitude. Have you ever heard of talk? Oh yeah, absolutely. Now he's been sober for twenty some years, Doesn't and sound he like still it. sounds like he's completely hammered. Those guys, to tell you the truth, the Joe Walsh's, Sammy Hagar, those guys, really nice guys. Yeah, really nice guys. I saw a video of him, and who was the? It was the. Great great grandson of Hank Williams, I think. I'll have to look it up. The great great grandson of Hank. Yeah, he's Williams. like a four year old kid, and they're doing a Joe Walsh tune oh, together. Oh yeah, so I, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. How sad is that? When you look back, Hank Williams died at what 24, 27? I think he was in the twenty seven club, or maybe close to club. thirty. I can't remember. He died. was twenty nine. Twenty nine. So he just missed it. But 29 years old, died from alcoholism, like overabundance of alcohol in the back of a limousine. Mm -hmm. Then I saw his son for the first time, Hank Williams Jr., I, uh, when I was working for Capitol Records. So that's, man, that's 40 years ago, yeah. almost. Hell of a performer, and I'll never forget, we was at Northrop Auditorium. I was covering the show for Capitol. And he got such a big round of applause that he dropped to his knees, bowed his head, and said, thank you very much. Wow. It was really cool. Wow. It was really cool to watch. But they had a stand-up comedian, a cowboy music stand-up comedian. You know what his name was? The Duke of Paducah. Oh, no. <laughs> the Duke of Paducah. But all his jokes basically were, were very countrified. But he was funny. He was a nice guy. He was a very nice guy, too. 
I mean, that's the one thing about working at Capitol. I got to meet all of those guys. So I've been meaning to ask you this. So as the, as the label exec, what is your actual job at the concert? I mean, you're not tuning guitars. or I just stand there and go, hey, how you doing? Really? It's good, good to see you. Wow. I, it's a support thing. It, it's all it is to, to show that the label is supporting the okay. act. And if there's anything you do need, I'm right here. But they never needed anything. The only guy that ever needed anything is the drummer for April Wine wanted me to get him some Coca-Cola. Yeah, oh, it wasn't I, I'm Coca-Cola. surprised it was only one. Was that, he's the only that, one that ever asked me to, to get drugs for him. The only one. And, I, and I, you know, my response to him was, let you go fuck yourself. Yeah. There, you're, how about that? Yeah, I'd like to get arrested just for you. Yeah, really. For April Wine. I'll tell you what, though. Those, those guys, too. I mean, the drummer, I don't know. He was just a dimwit. <laughs> but the, the, the lead guys, great guys. Red Rider was on that ticket uh, that night. Uh, just my favorite of all time, Doug. You'll, I think you'll like this story. My mother said, "Well, now that you work at Capitol Records, you do a lot of uh, uh, a lot of appearances at uh, at shows." I said, "Well, I don't do appearances, Mom. I I go in support of the acts." She goes, "Oh well, I would like to go and see a show uh, that that you're supporting." I said, "Okay, well, we'll get that done." I want to go see Meatloaf. And I said, well, Meatloaf's not on Capitol, but he's on the bill one night when I'm going to be there. She goes, well, I just, uh, he's pretty big now, and I'd, I'd like to go see him. So I took her to the, I think it was either the Orpheum or the State Theater. I can't remember which one. It was the State or the Orpheum. I know that, though. Uh, and at that time, Meatloaf was the biggest he'd ever been. He was huge, right? And he had a very beautiful, lovely woman in the band, if mm-hmm. you remember. Yep. And at one point, my yeah, mother... Yeah, she sang the female part yes. in Paradise by the Dashboard Lights. The Dashboard a great tune. Uh, they were doing that song, as a matter of fact. And my mother was in about the third row. This is my mother now. Let's not forget. <laughs> she runs across the stage and gives Meatloaf a big hug and a kiss. And my mother goes, ish. <laughs> like, Mom. And I just got to turn the heads. Just, what? Oh, my, I will never forget how embarrassed I was. Ish. She did the same thing in a movie, a uh, Dudley Moore movie, where a guy kissed another guy. And mm. she said, ish, there, too. <laughs> said, Toots, when you calm down. It's not like kissing on the stage, apparently. Spirit doesn't like women kissing men or men kissing men. You don't want any kisses. No kissing. That only leads to another kid. That's exactly it. God, I had a great conversation with Kim Fields this morning on the KQ Morning Show because... When I first popped her on, by the tone of her voice, I went, oh, God, the last interview she did didn't go well. She was a little reserved at the beginning, cause, so I think the last interview she did was not good. I heard the interview. I thought it was great. She was great. terrific. Yeah. She was a terrific guest. But I had never considered that before. I have never even thought about it before. Um, that you're the father, yes, but the baby for nine months is actually part of mom's body, connected yeah. by the umbilical cord. So when they take that baby out, it's like you lost a, a bit of yourself, I, I would imagine, psychologically, right? I uh, wouldn't know. I, I wouldn't thought either. she gave pretty good answers. Yeah, she did. She was really, really good. No question about it. She was, uh, I always liked her, though. She's very pleasant. Yeah. That's why when she came on, I went, hello? I was like, oh, God. But she wound up going, well, at least you're man enough to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That was very. That was a pretty least. long journey between the beginning and the end. <laughs> At least you're man enough to admit it. Yeah, she was terrific. You go, uh, yep, I'm a mama's boy. Yeah, exactly. So uh, this is really nice to hear. Uh, Marco Rubio says the Chinese consulate in Houston was a massive spy center. 
when are we going to stop with this? With the giving money to, uh, to China and borrowing money from China, when they don't even have as much money as we do. Well, it's probably now they do because we've pissed away every dime in the, on, on impeachments and Russian investigations and now the coronavirus. And it's like, why don't we piss away a little more money? What do you say? You'll get no argument from me. Yes, they are uh, oh, spy man. masters for sure. Mm-hmm. They are spy masters. That's all they've ever done. Well, so is Russia. Russia does the same. Everything yeah. Russia's ever done, they stole from someone else. Well, and I, I think that we do that, too, in fairness. Well, I suppose they all do now, yeah. just, to, just to say shoulder to shoulder, That's I right. guess. We throw elections. and Oh, yes. I've The that. CIA put the Shah of Iran in power, so it's not like we're there angels is that. either. No, there, well, how about the FBI and CIA? What a couple of filthy organizations they've always been. <laughs> yeah. People don't realize that our two biggest, uh, you know, just uh, legal departments, or excuse me, law departments, uh, are filthy. Oh, yeah. It's like, what? Well, look at the stuff that J. Edgar did. Oh, Holy I know. Holy crap. <laughs> but at least he looked good in a dress. Yes, that's right. So that was good. J. Edgar Hoover, what a prick that guy must have been. Oh, God. Can you even imagine? How about this guy? Three years ago, this guy wins a $10 million lottery, right? I don't know what the hell. Apparently, the ten million. Okay, so he pays. Uh, what are you going to end up with? A little but six eight, right? Six point eight yeah, million. Yeah, probably after tax. Okay, so you could probably get. I would imagine you get a pretty solid five percent on your money if you deposit six point eight million dollars in the bank. Wouldn't you think? I, well, if you so. used uh, Mike Bilski's bank, probably Bilski. Yeah. Mm. So three hundred thirty-five thousand dollars just on interest per year. You could live on three hundred thirty-five grand, I would think. I would hope so. A uh, woman's body was found in a North Carolina hotel room, and then we find out that, that this guy killed her. 52-year-old Michael Todd Hill has been charged with murder. Uh, the murder of uh, 23-year-old Keona Graham was found Monday in a hotel room in the Brunswick co- County town. Now, here's the amazing thing. Uh, what town was this in? It was in Brunswick County. Okay, that's where my folks live. In Brunswick County? Yeah, that's... Uh, is it Shallot? Yeah, yeah. Shallot. Shallot, yep. yeah. That's where it was. Yeah. yeah, my dad's on Oak Island, which is about 15 miles away from there. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it's right on the coast. It's it's kind of halfway between Cape Fear and Myrtle Beach. It's a well, is, Has town your dad maybe, ever killed anyone there? No, he usually goes the other up to Kitty Hawk is where my dad does all his killing. Yes, exactly, absolutely. I heard that area is gorgeous. It is beautiful. It's just just beautiful. Love it. It's on our our possible spots of places to retire, actually. Indeed. So here's the sad thing about this: this 23 year old woman gets killed by 52 year old Michael Todd Hill. Um. Graham, the woman, worked as a correctional officer at a prison in Burgaw, North Carolina, according to a cousin, Antoinette Lee. And by the way, Antoinette is spelled wrong. Mm. I'm hoping that was because the newspaper did it. T-W-O-N? T-I-O-N. Oh. Oh, Antione? Uh, Antione, yeah. Maybe it is Antione. Maybe it is Antione. Yeah, it could be. Antione it. Who own it? Antione. Antione. Uh, before that, Graham had a job working with mentally disabled people at a rehabilitation center. So it seems that uh, that young Ms. Graham was a wonderful person who gave and gave and gave and worked for the people and tried to help people in need. And this prick kills her. Okay, she did all of this like it was a second, uh, like a second nature to her. Said uh, Antoinette Lee, who described or Antionette Lee, whatever could be Whichever. her name. 
who described her cousin as a generous, loving, and adventurous woman who enjoyed hiking and bicycle rides. Graham is survived by her mother, Latrinda Graham, and a 10-year-old sister, Zoe. It's terrible. I mean, it doesn't say why. We don't know yet why he killed her. Uh, He won a $10 million lottery from Ultimate Million scratch-off ticket in August of 2017. So it hasn't even been three years he's had the $10 million. Or, like I said, about $6.8 million after that. Well, it all depends. I don't know. How's North Carolina taxes? I don't know. They're, I, I don't know. About mid-count, probably 5%, yeah, something like something, that. Yeah, something like that. That's what I was thinking. Uh, apparently, they already arrested him, so they know he did it, and they already arrested him. So a 52-year-old guy. Why is it, what's a 23-year-old woman doing with a 52-year-old guy? Great question. So I don't know if you know this, but if you have, like, Six and a half million dollars. Yeah, yeah, you are an attractive. You're attractive to a certain population. Are you saying that some women are whorish? I don't know that I would say that. <laughs> okay, at least well, not with the mics up. We'll, we'll take a break and be right back. Tom Bernard here with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, this is a tough time for businesses, not only in the Twin Cities, but all over right now. Can you tell me a little bit about what North American Banking Company is doing for your customers? Tommy at the bank, we're helping businesses with all of our tools at our disposal. Lenders are working as long as it takes with our customers to help them through these tough times. We've processed well over 300 loans for customers and funded over $70 million through the SBA's Paycheck Protection Program. Through our payment deferment program, our current customers were able to skip one, two, or even four payments with no penalty. Finally, being a locally owned and operated bank, we're able to move quickly and take action for our customers when they need us most. Why not bank with my banker? God, I can't tell you how great (laughs) it is working with Billski. Did you record that, Andy? Could you send that to me? North American (laughs) Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself. And with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. So Timmy never called in? Timmy? Tim Lammers is on on Thursdays. Oh. He never called? No. So, in other words, you didn't notice if he called or not? He can't call, remember? Oh, he can't? Our phone is all messed up. I can well, call him now, though. Well, why don't we get a new well, phone? It's not the phone, it's the line. Well, all why don't they fix the line? lines are unusable. Why? Because they're all on spammer lists. Oh, I suppose, yeah. So yeah. what are we going to do about a phone? Um... We can call out. We just when we call in, we have to use the Skype. It's oh. ridiculous, but that's how it is. Is the Skype the five six one number? Yep. Five six one. Yeah, that all works out in the end. Hello. Yeah, we'll get Timmy Lammers on to schmooze a little bit about Hollywood. What's going on? 
I got to find something to watch anyway. So I got to watch Breaking uh, Bad. What's the name of the Monty Python deal again? I don't remember. Just Google it. It's, it's on Netflix or, or Amazon. Let me look that up for you, I can you, find sir. it. No, that's fine. Don't worry about my feelings. You go ahead with the show, and I'll Don't you worry about a thing. We got Tim. Timmy Lammers. What's happening, man? I got breaking movie news. Breaking movie. Oh, breaking news. Is it good news or bad Well, it's just kind of bummer news. Nobody died or anything like that. Well, maybe the summer movie season died oh, a little really? bit more. Uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music, oh, set for a, uh, I believe it was an August 28th release, will now instead open on uh, in select theaters, meaning any theater that will play it, right. and premium video on demand on September 1st. So, another film that was expected to bring in the box office uh, has has raised the white flag. And now we're basically waiting on Mulan to pull out of its slot mm-hmm. on the August 24th, because Tenet was taken off the schedule indefinitely. Oh, yeah. So, it's yep. just about done. It's just about done. Man, it sucks. Especially for the theater owners. You know, yeah. the studios can recoup cost because obviously they're putting stuff out on streaming you know video or video on demand or whatever but the theaters aren't getting anything out of this i know i understand completely so <sighs> what are you gonna well i just talked to michelle mann on the show this morning of course man theaters her you know ted mann her grandfather and steve mann her dad and yeah, you know, they are running some movies once in a while so i might see if Catherine wants to go to a movie this weekend well, you know, one thing that they are doing, and I don't know if you mentioned it, um, they did a retrofit sort of thing, so uh, they made a drive-in, yeah, an outdoor they screen. They did. They put up an outdoor screen, which is a great idea. Oh, perfect idea. And, and, the, and the theater out my way did the same thing. I well, mean, they, what yeah, are you right. going to do? I mean, people, obviously, they're, you have the choice to go in there, but... It seems like people don't want to go in. I mean, if if they can be outside and, you know, outside of their cars in a drive-in situation, that's, you know, recoup what you can and have maybe a stand where they serve popcorn outside or something. I don't know. What do you guys think? it really sucks. What's what's the timeline on the entire world economy collapsing? Because if they don't (laughs) do something soon, the the whole economy is going to collapse around the world. I mean, what are they going to, when, what's the timeline on that? Anybody? I don't know. I mean, I can only speak to movies, and right now the the the, the theaters are on life support. Yeah, they are. You know. Yep. I mean, I I can't speak for man theaters, but I know AMC was in big trouble. Oh yeah. They well, I were. think I think everything is. You know, the encouraging thing is we were talking about this before the show. There is seems to be some good preliminary news about a vaccine being available. Yeah. You know, the early phases are going really well, and it might be available. Uh, you know, late fall, early winter, and I think that's what turns things around. I, you know, I, what I've noticed is even though restaurants and bars are open in Minnesota um, at d- diminished capacity, they're nowhere near fifty percent. I mean, I, we, my son and I went to dinner on yeah. Saturday at a Hula Hands in Egan, and there was maybe fifteen people in the whole place. Yeah, I know. So yeah. I think be, you know it, what 
everybody thought was, well, once they open up, everything will be fine. But we have this unemployment problem that has to get solved as well. Uh-huh. And it, because even though a lot of people are working, they're they're nervous and they stop spending money. Uh-huh. Yeah, that makes total sense. I don't know. It's I don't know. It just scares the hell out of me. And then we got, like I said, Trump makes an idiotic statement. The next day, Joe Biden makes an idiotic statement. It's like, are you guys trying to not win? Are you both trying to not somehow not win the presidency? Who'd want the job? I heard you guys talking about how we have to see. They can make that a pay-per-view event. Put those two guys on stage for a debate. Oh, my God. Can you imagine them (laughs) debating? That would be rather entertaining, though. That would be, uh, you got to admit, it would be entertaining. You know, when a third-string NFL quarterback makes, what, four or five million dollars a year? Oh, yeah. And the president makes 400 grand? I who the know. hell wants that job? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Who does? Who does? And you know what's interesting about that is, you know, obviously sports are on pause, or it'll be interesting to see how things go with baseball. But you notice these big deals are still signed. Mike Zimmer gets an extension on his contract. I'm noticing uh, deals are still being made in Hollywood. It's like, geez, for for being so hard up, they seem to be banking on future uh, future returns. Yeah, I don't know. it seems like I don't it. Know if they should be doing that, making such big commitments right now. I watched the Twins game last night. They uh, played Chicago. They played the Cubs last night. It's really weird because the crowd noise sounds like highway noise more <laughs> than the crowd, and. Nobody in the stands is really sad looking. Yeah, it's kind of like watching the Twins in the late 70s. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> the Bombo Rivera <laughs> that's era. very, very true. Five guys up they there. They get cardboard cutouts up there. Yeah. God, oh, yeah, they, yeah, put some cutouts up there and do some damn thing because it was, it made, just made me sad. Well, oh, you know, the this is the way my brain thinks, but. I was thinking you don't get that much trash talking with baseball, probably. No, not that much. But can you imagine the football field? Oh, God. And all of a sudden, I think we're going to hear a bunch of MFers coming Mm. out of these players because there ain't going to be any crowd noise to cover it up. I will tell you this, Are the coaches screaming on the sidelines? Dougie (laughs) Sprinthal can hear it. He's here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, You want to talk about some jeering uh, at players going on, go to Fenway Park sometime and sit in the outfield. Holy God, those guys. Jim Rice, one of the biggest, toughest men on the face of the earth, hell of a player for the Boston Red Sox back in the day. Mm -hmm. Harvey Cancermouth Brown was the guy's name. He's very well known in Boston as just riding these players. And he goes, well, I can't say the word. Uh, because it was a, it's a it's a derogatory term for Chinese person, right? So I'll go with links right. instead. No, I think say? we all figured it out. Okay, we're gonna go with links. He goes, hey, hey, Jim, what comes out of a links ass? Rice. <laughs> He says this to Jim Rice. It's like, what the mm. hell? What the hell is wrong with you? When I was a kid, I went God. to. Few Bruins games and some Celtics games with my grandfather. He had season tickets at the old Boston Garden, and that, oh, was, God. that was a rough place. <laughs> oh yeah, you I love the parquet floor though. Yeah, no, it was cool. Love the parquet floor, but you could barely see in the, in the '60s from one side to the other because all the guys are in there smoking heaters. Oh, and... That's true. Oh, because you remember that oh, yeah. those areas, those are back at the Met, uh, the old Met Center. They smoked a lot of smoking in there at first. You couldn't see the other side of the goddamn arena yep. by the time the game was half over. 
Well, I remember baseball players smoking in the dugout. Oh, I do too. In. I do too. You know, when I was a kid, they still had non-smoking and smoking sections in most restaurants. Yeah, a lot of good those did. They had no the thing smoking I never got was the smoking on the plane. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly All right. All the smoke stop. Don't go forward past yeah, row exactly. twenty-six. So and I always. Really, you what? I said. It's like really. Yeah, well, it is. It's like really. I always, uh, that was back in the days when I was traveling a lot for capital. I was constantly on an airplane. Always got the seat right in front of no smoking. I mean, right in front of smoking, excuse mm-hmm. me. Got the seat right in front of it, so I was part of the smoking section, whether I wanted to be or not. But what the hell, it all works out in the end. See, smoking on planes was banned. Oh, like wow, 80? I was still alive. 19, you were? 1990. Was ninety? Wow. It's only been thirty years. Yeah. Although I tell so you, so I might have been on a smoking airline at some point when I'm I was. I'm sure you were. Wow. Never would have thought. I would have thought it was yeah, like the late seventies. Okay. Well, that'll tell you because in 1991 or 92, that makes sense. Then, the KQ Morning Show on April Fool's Day said, "Well, good news for all you smokers out there. They've rescinded the no smoking ban in restaurants." Light them up. I guess people all over the state were lighting them cigarettes. Everybody's like, what the hell are you doing? There's no smoking here. Well, that's <laughs> oh, not what I heard on the KQ morning show. That's pretty funny. It's April Fool, you dope. I guess people were torching them up every. Yeah, I don't think that law's coming back. <laughs> oh, we got to take a break here. We we'll will, be right back. We'll be... Well, Tim, can you stay on for five more minutes? Yes, yeah, sure. Sure, okay. I can stay until noon. Okay. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. So, Timmy. Yes, sir. Oh, my God. Catherine and Alex and I tomorrow night are going to watch Relic, which uh, you said is pretty good, right? Uh, it's pretty slow. Oh, is it? Well, then we're not going to watch it. Piss on that. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, you know. How about. You know, it's a weird thing about these movies. They're all, you know, they're about 90 minutes of. A movie that's ninety minutes long should not be slow. It yeah. should just no, go right no. by. God no. It's interesting enough. I'm trying to think. I might have given it a six out of ten. I think that was the week you guys. Uh, it was Fourth of July week, and I talked with Candace about it, so oh, I didn't mean, review it with you guys. The week that Doug always refers to in the commercials as Tom's on vacation again. The Tom's on vacation <laughs> week. God. Yes, relic is the name of that picture. And Touchdown. you know what? Nothing's really come out. 
Well, the rental was the one today that I talked about, and that was kind of like. Eh. How about Beelzebuth or whatever it's called? Beelzebuth. I didn't see that it's one. It's not Beelzebub. It's Beelzebuth or hmm. Buth or something like B U T H. Yeah. Uh, Are you in? So you're in the mood for scary movies? Yeah, Kat, when Alex and I, Andy and Catherine never liked them, but Alex and I liked them. So she and I, when we get together once in a while, just for old time's sake, watch a scary movie. Yeah. But Relic is not scary. Well, I know you uh, said you purchased the Trejo documentary. That's why I was I did purchase that. Would they be interested yep. in watching that? Because that's a great movie. So Belzebuth is a Spanish-English language film, and it was originally released in Russia. What? That's kind of weird. What's it about? The devil? I think, yeah, I think that's just another spelling of Beelzebub, but I could be wrong. So is it just basically a Russian, uh, the Russian devil, in other words, all of them? Thank you very much. Great to be here. Mm. What do you think? It's about, there's a bunch of homicides on the border between Mexico and the United States, and then demons. Well, I got a tip off. Suddenly, for demons. The demons would be called the drug cartel. Well, There's yes. your demons right there. Uh, you got your demons. I don't know, man. That uh, that whole situation. Did you guys hear about this? You know, Craig calls in the show. He used to live in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Craig's been calling the show forever. Moved. Uh, just decided. I don't know. He just all of a sudden decided he had had it with the you know with all of the hubbub up here. Once they started Minneapolis on fire, he said, "I'm leaving." Yep. I've had enough. He moves to McAllen, Texas. Really? Right wow, on the border. I didn't know that. Yeah, he moved to McAllen, Texas, right on the border of Mexico and the United States. A five-bedroom house with a pool cost him two hundred grand. Mm-hmm. Wow! And it's a nice house. It's amazing. It's a beautiful house. Two hundred grand. Oh God, yeah. People oh. really don't know how badly you get gouged if you live anywhere near the city. Oh, God, even yes. like oh, even yeah. within a half an hour of the city, you're yep. paying double. That's true. Well, and Craig didn't really live that close to Minneapolis, did he? No, I didn't he didn't. Think he, he did not. Painesville or something yeah, around that area. You're Maybe right. I'm wrong. No, you are right. You're absolutely right. He did. Well, if you uh, put it this way, the townhouse I used to live walking distance from here, that was uh, what mid three hundred thousands. Yep. You know, two bedrooms, two baths. Uh, now I'm living in a house 10 minutes away, half, not even half that price, uh, three bedrooms, one bath, but with a yard too. Yeah. And that's just 10 minutes away from the city. Are you going to put another ba- a bath in a basement? Yep. I thought you were. I thought you were talking about it. So it'd be three bedrooms, two baths. That house would be worth a lot more than you paid for it. That's the idea. I guess that's the idea. Uh, so Timmy, I know you only got one more minute, so I want sure. Guess the name of the Seattle NHL's newest team, the Seattle what? Well, I'm hope I thought Kraken would be that, good. That's but it. Did they go with that one? They went with oh, Kraken. Good. Seattle Kraken. Isn't that like a sea monster <laughs> or something? Yeah. Yes. The, they, I don't know if it was a fan <sighs> logo or something, but the logo I saw last night, uh, good. because people were speculating, <coughs> it was kind of cool. I'm sorry. Oh. In, uh, at, at tentacles, and it was, you know, it looked like a slimy sea monster. Yeah, they got a lot cool. of tentacles. Um, oh, the S made out of tentacles? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Here, how about this? The Seattle Sockeyes. That's horrible. The Seattle that Evergreens. Mm. The Seattle Metropolitans. That's lame. Yeah. They the said Mets. that they had some historical 
deal How about connected the, to that one. The man buns. That would have been a good name. <laughs> I like it. The man buns. The yeah, Seattle, that's the man Seattle man buns. buns. I would have gone with the Seattle Ice Hawks. There you go. Works for me. How about the Seattle Chaz or the Seattle Chop? Yeah, Chaz or Chop. I, I like it. The Seattle Chaz. That's our new team. All right, Timmy, i got to get you out of here on time. All right. Well, if you choose to uh, watch Relic, it's I warned you. Oh, it's that bad. So it's not scary at all? Well, it's got atmosphere. It's oh, creepy. But I, I just expected so much more out of it. I, I understand. Know. It was slow. Again, it was slow. For a 90-minute movie, shouldn't be slow. It was, was plenty slow. But we'll, we'll talk about it next week, whatever you see. All right, Timmy, thank you. Have a great weekend, guys. You too. Bye. I'm not a big horror film guy, but I did finally watch Get Out a couple of weeks ago. That was pretty good. Ish. You didn't like it? That guy makes the worst movie. Did you see Us? No. It was my, maybe the worst movie I've ever was seen. It, really? it make, It's a fa- black family, and this other black family looks just like them, shows up, and they just let him in. It's like, what? Mm. It is odd. What are you doing? And then all of a sudden people get start getting killed. This, yeah, I mean, It's like... Well, he after he got successful with Get Out, he kind of went off the deep end. Oh, his stuff is terrible. He's, he's gone completely nuts. It's like the music business. They say you have 10 years to write your first record and you have 10 months to write the second yeah. one. That's, <laughs> that's why about right. Yeah, that's that's basically what happens. make it past the first one. Yeah, he's gone completely insane. Is he, power. Re- is he really? Oh, yeah, he's the power's gone right to his head. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. I just wish that it could happen, you know, like the success like that to a black man. Oh, that's right, he is black. Apparently, America's really, really good about with black success. Have you noticed that? No. <laughs> what do you mean, no? No, it, it's, there's a lot of successful black well, There people. are indeed, but most of them are in America because we're cool. That's why. true. Well, you know, uh, uh, abnormal percentage are entertainers, whether they're athletes or... No, that's true. You know, movie stars or whatever. Um, then there's I, William Humphreys. He's yeah. not entertaining at all. Thank you very much. Great to be here. But, you know, you bring this up with a lot of your black guests on, on the podcast, on in the morning show, uh-huh. that are business people, that are, you know, college professors. And, right. That are, and and I, I do think that you're right that we do need to shine more of a spotlight on those people. God, and, you know, yes. everybody's going to love Janet Jackson and of course. whoever it is, but it's just the people that are actually not superstars the upper one percent of the one percent they're more yep. like us they just are black rather than they're not that those, those are the people that need a little more recognition i think i think once there's no money to be made by the you know upper crust honkies out there in the <laughs> suburbs they're going to realize this is not the only reason blacks were singled out after you know obviously the slave thing was mm-hmm. horrible that was that involved at least seven to a dozen countries, which they never bring that up right. either. It was just Africa and the United States. No, 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 I no, know no. the vast majority went to South America. They did. The vast, 90%. Yeah. 90% went to South America. But sooner or later, they're going to realize in, in, in modern times, the only reason that black people would be singled out is because people think they can identify them as poor people. They're black. They must yeah. be poor. Americans do not like poor people. That's just a fact. I don't care what, whether you're white or Spanish or black or whatever. If you're poor, they don't want you around. Oh, God, yeah. hear how they talk about Southerners. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's that whole deal. It's just so when everything settles down, hopefully we can go, you know what? This is the poor thing, black, white, Spanish, you know, whomever. Let's take care of it, right? Except for the Inuits. I don't want to take care of them. Forget it. You're not, out. Not to kiss his ass, but he's not here anyway. But 
Paul Walzer has, we talk politics all the time right. in society. He says the biggest problem this country faces is income inequality. That's, I think you might be right. There's a lot of business right. people that say that, too. It's, but it's black, white, Spanish again. Right. It, income inequality has all groups, and the largest group of income equality is actually white people. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. it is by far, as a matter of fact. And it's not to downplay the, the troubles that blacks have had. That's not what I'm talking about. But what I'm talking about is let's try to help everybody here. And to lump poor white people in with the rest of the white people is a really, really wrong thing to do. Yeah, I agree. It just sucks. I wish really wouldn't do that. But there's too much money to be made. Yeah. Once again, a lot of people making money off of doing that. White people aren't even by uh, per capita the richest people in the country really i don't know that jews and asians both make more money than whites yes they do but you never hear about that no it's just the, this whole well, it depends focus. on what what part of the internet you read that's true yeah, isn't there that are some true? sections there are some people out there that aren't big fans of the jews yeah. i don't know if you know that you don't hear a whole lot about asians though like positive no, or negative no that's no one true. talks about them unless they're chinese in unless which case chinese, everyone yeah. hates china but we got to take a break. We'll be back with Hour 2 and Car Selling Secrets. And the guest today is Andy. All Great. I do is give, give, give. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? You really should go on medication. You really should. I should. You absolutely should. We'll be back with Hour 2 in just a couple of minutes.